The Ride to Orbis podcast's main driving force is its community. If you would like to learn how to support the show, you can visit patreon.com slash forward ride to Orbis. There's still not that many shields, like for uh, the Shadowers. They, they're still like the best shield they got is like a level 130 shield, and you got to make it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. For that's the longest it. They time, still... it was the Conjar. The... Yeah, and, and and that's funny because like they made a Conjar and then they made a Dragon Conjar, and that mm. was like that was like the best. Those were the they... two only. Like yeah, that or you running the the the, the pan, the pan like, yeah. <laughs> yo, the wooden fence the and wooden the pan, fence, the, yeah. the true OG stuff. Uh, that was fun. Alrighty, welcome back, ladies, gents, other fiends out there. <laughs> They're, out there. <laughs> They're all fiends. Right to Orbis. <laughs> hey, we're kind of consistent. It's you know, it's only been two weeks since we last recorded. I think. Damn, has uh, it been that long? Oh wait, no, it's been two weeks since I last Feels uploaded. Like... Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> a forgot. little longer, man. Yeah, I yeah. forgot to upload the last podcast I did before. Uh... Before I went to class, we did that podcast, and I was like, "Damn, I went to class for like two weeks." I was totally forgot Dude. about it. So rest in peace. But this is Ride to Orbis, and this is a special Ride to Orbis episode because we're talking about Maple Story, the origin of the name of this podcast. So this is episode oh, twenty-one. Boy. We probably should have done it, you know, episode twenty. Um, but it's fine. It's uh, we're here. So it's okay, it, yeah. It's it's just me, Max Bleiser, and Pringle the one. Oh, Pringle the two. He is busy. He's probably working. Always now. busy. I feel like now he's just, man, he's going through it. He's going through it. He's going through it. <laughs> you know, you're both going through it when you're like, yo, he's going through it. Dude. It's like, hey, how, how are you doing, man? I'm going through it. Oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah. It's always bad. It's like, how you been? It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you're not good, but I appreciate you, you not, not telling me because. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't really want to know everything, but damn, you don't sound good, man. No, no that's that's definitely a guy thing, though. It's like, you know. It is, man. No guy's going to tell you he's not good. Like, most guys are going to be like, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. This <laughs> motherfucker said he's in a divorce. His house is uh, about to get foreclosed. He about to lose his job. His life is He one step apart. away from doing himself. And then you know the answer you get is like it is what it is. <laughs> That's true. We are like that, man. That's how guys are. Oh, so funny. Yeah, but uh, we're back. We're going to be talking a little bit about Maple Story Pringle. I'm really excited for this podcast. Why I wore the mm-hmm. right the Orbis hat. This is a big, a big, uh, a big podcast for us. Um. So let's get through a little bit of housekeeping, and then we'll we'll get through the actual podcast through. And you're typing up a storm out there. Sorry you're, about you're that. Try, Go ahead. Trying to, get, <laughs> trying to get that transcript, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, dude, I dude, don't think it's gonna work out. But <laughs> dude, that, you're you're getting bodied by the education system. It's okay. I know, man. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get through this. So again, thanks to Patreon. Thanks to Discord shoutouts. We actually have a Discord question to before we start the actual podcast. Um, Mailbag is still open. I forgot to say that last time. So if you want to write to us, I'm not on Twitter, but Pringle and Broken are. Um, I'm both on uh, Patreon. Yo, rest in peace, Stitcher, by the way. I don't know if you know what Stitcher is, but uh, it used to be a podcast outlet 
thing mm -hmm. where like you know people could listen to podcasts on there and i guess it closed down i got an email saying sorry your podcast is no longer on stitcher i was like i didn't even know it was on stitcher <laughs> <laughs> someone put it up there then, I guess. well i think the the podbean feed just throws the podcast everywhere so mm. anyway um so you can't reach to us uh you can't write on stitcher not that i think you could again but anyway uh all that good jazz by the way, so today is Friday. I'm going to record another podcast with Snowflake on a, I think I teased it last time on a special, how do I say this? Special topic, right? I think Ooh. some people are going to like it. I think most people are probably not going to like it. So, but it's, it's fun for us. It's a little, it's a little inside uh, thing for Snowflake and I. So we're going to do that. It's actually going to be a three-part series because people will figure it out why. Um, so I'll have to edit that one all on, on the road because I am going back to North Carolina next week. I got more class. Womp, womp, womp. Mm. North Carolina, though. North Carolina, yep. Only Dude, good thing is Waffle House. It just rains there constantly. It's just that's all. That's all. <laughs> that's Oregon, man. It rains there constantly, but it's summer, so it don't rain in summer. Actually, summer is like straight, almost like three months straight with no rain, man. Dude. It just, it won't stop raining. Every time I've gone, I've gone three times for class in North Carolina and then twice in California. And California was okay. Obviously, it's sunny. But every time I've gone North Carolina for class, it's just always just raining. And it's like, dude, this right. sucks. Terrible. So I only got three classes left. So wish me luck. Um, but here's a podcast correction slash question. Shout out to Discord. Here's full KO. Pringle, you're going to have to become a pseudo father. Oh, to answer oh. this question. Are you ready for this? Yep. So Fokeo on Discord asks, if you were to raise a child today and introduce them to gaming, what would you produce for them? Practical or ideal, boy or girl, choose whatever age. What do you got for me? Or do you want me to start? If I were to raise a child and introduce them to what would you produce for them? I got a couple. Whatever. If, if, you, if you need to brainstorm on it. Do I have to make it? <laughs> uh i don't well no you can just pick a game all right cool cool because i mean i'll just give them some some cardboard and hey man here you go let it run wild man. <laughs> that's your message bro. damn <laughs> just some twigs and some rocks here yeah, just toss man, these rocks <laughs> shoot man y'all if there was like one thing i would introduce them because i can't really think of something i would produce because I feel like everything's just been made at this point. It's probably something new, of course. There's always something new, but I can't really think off the top of my head at the moment. Maybe I will as we talk further. But right. um, I'd probably introduce them to the SNES, man. That's a good. It's like my favorite console. If it was a girl, it'd be pretty cool too, because you can experiment. Because you know, boys already we're already kind of predetermined into liking like all these type of things. But if it was a girl, I'd be it'd be pretty interesting introducing them to the, a lot of the SNES games because like. The SNES is definitely my favorite console, I'd still say. Like, right there, maybe the PlayStation is up there, but the SNES is just too many bangers, man. PlayStation 1 is pretty great, but it would definitely be one of those. And then when they're like, can I get a Switch? I'm like, hell no. You can't get that new stuff. <laughs> you got to get finished with your old stuff. <laughs> right. You ever seen that Cat Williams joke where he's like, I can get you an N64 with 20 games, or I could get you an Xbox with one game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually good logic. <laughs> that way they would have a good mindset going into stuff like that because then they can they can see where it comes from. That's I kind of like that. Like whenever I play something new, I don't like playing it from like a middle point, like an entry. Like if a game has a list of games, 
I like to play it from the beginning just so that I know where it kind of came from because then I can, I actually enjoy the experience more. Yeah. You know, my buddy, he's a huge Arkham series fan and he told me the same thing. Cause I was like, Oh, I was, I might, this was back when Arkham origins was coming out mm-hmm. and I was like, um, Oh, I might play Arkham origins because that's technically the first one. And he's like, no dude, just play Arkham asylum first. Cause you'll appreciate when you play, if you play asylum, then play city and then play origins. You'll just mm-hmm. appreciate the way it, the 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 series has progressed, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I ended up not playing any of them. <laughs> <laughs> right. I still need to, but it's been like ten I, years. I feel that way though, cause cause like you you I mean you you I feel like when you play from the like the newest one, and then you go back, it pisses you off more because there might be some quality of life changes that aren't there. But then if you play from the beginning, then you're more accustomed to dealing with something you didn't have to begin with. So then you, you're like, whoa, the second one has this and that and this. It's like, yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Like that's that's definitely how I like to see. I can't think of too many games. examples where the sequel has, it would be the opposite, right? Like the sequel has yeah. less than the... Sometimes it happens, but it's not too right. often, yeah. right? Like sometimes the sequel is actually way if, worse. But if you start with BB Tag before. and then you go to Persona and you're like, oh, shit, yeah. I gotta learn all this? <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah, I would throw you off. Yeah, I would. I would. I'd be, I'd be from like, but then I go to Persona and BB Tag, I'd still be sour. I was like, damn, <laughs> what are my characters? Right. Uh, I got a couple, and I, I can't speak for a girl because I didn't. I mean, I'm not a girl, and I, I don't really know what to recommend. Um, but if I, as because I I lived through it, um, if it was a boy and he was like eight nine years old, um, I really enjoyed these games, and I thought that they were stimulating and challenging enough for that age. You know the puzzle platformers. So Ugh. there are a few that like I really enjoyed as a kid. They frustrated me, but I still played right. Like so, the Lion yep. King game. Um, oh, that game was bad though. It was bad, was bad, but like you didn't know it as a kid. So you're like, I just gotta yeah, get through. Yeah. It. I just gotta get <laughs> that through. Game it. Was you couldn't pass the level where you're supposed to jump on the uh, on the animals. Yo, that was the hardest but, level ever. Dude, I beat that game, and like I didn't know. Wow. As a kid, I never bothered to. Oh man, I as a kid, I didn't know that like this is a bad game. I thought I was like, this is just frustrating, and I was like, I have mm-hmm. to beat it though. Um, so the Lion King game, I remember playing, and I spent so many hours on that game because it was hard, right? Uh, there was, I played when I got my PS1, um, Spyro was really fun. I enjoyed playing Spyro and mm, that's a great game. Yeah. And then there are other games, you know, once I got a little older, like Earthworm Jim, um, and you know, stuff like that. So I really think I would recommend puzzle platformers as, as video games for smaller kids because it gives them a little bit of, you're not just shooting things, right? Like you kind of have to figure out, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, how do I, how do I get around this or how do I solve yeah. this puzzle? So. I think that's a good genre for kids, for sure. And nowadays you have building, right? So most kids are probably playing Minecraft and they're building things. And it's not yeah, uh, I don't really. You ever played Minecraft? Nah, not really. Not seriously, at least. No. I don't, I'm not really interested in that game whatsoever. No. Rip. So there you go, Fo. Hopefully we answered your question. Um, maybe, he's, maybe he's looking to have a kid. Who knows? Yeah, I, I I think it's like I know my friend, uh, one of my friends that my close one of my good close friends. He basically introduced his kid to a lot of the retro stuff because I mean at this point, man, I, like all that stuff is really just like it's getting to that point where I don't know if you heard of this, but like it was it was recorded or somebody found out that like about eighty seven percent of the video game library is unplayable today. 
Wow. So like all of our old games, like the only way you can play them is through emulation. Yep. Or if you have it physically, there's not yep. really very much games that you can just play. So a lot of our games are just you yeah. gotta you gotta get that one piece and you gotta get the, the straw hat on right. man damn that's crazy that's a huge percentage i didn't even think about yeah that. it's pretty i didn't know it either i was amazed when i heard about it i was like damn that's ginormous yeah. amount man but think about how many games you played as a kid that you just have no access to nowadays i mean yeah exactly so it sucks man because like there's so many games now where like you still don't have any access right. to yeah. and they don't like already nintendo kind of shut down a lot of that access with their the removal of the eShop, of which course. was really dumb. They took away the 3DS eShop and the Wii U eShop. And those things had a lot of games. The Wii eShop had like, I think it even had like Atari Jaguar and Genesis titles. And their Switch is just now adding them, but they're like trickling it so slowly that they don't act. Nobody's like, it's so slow. Like they're drip feeding, like super, mm -hmm. like that Chinese torture technique where they Man. drop water on your head. <laughs> oh, dude, that's like, awful. Yeah, they just now got like these 2D Zelda games and it was just like two games and it's been literally it's gonna go months without any adding anything into that eShop, man. And it's just oh, because you're paying into it monthly, it sucks so bad, man. Yeah. Well, Nintendo's never been known to be consumer friendly, yeah. right? I mean they Yeah. In fact they've been That's consumer true. unfriendly. And meanwhile, I don't know if you heard, but Xbox is going in another direction where they're 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 more on the digital end, but they're doing it so they're making like a new pass where they'll be able to play like you spend like I think it's like eighty dollars a year or something, like that, and you can play like a bunch of old games, a bunch of bunch damn of games. sick. So, yeah, nice. I know Xbox for the longest time. They wanted. They've to... always they've always been about that digital too. Like even in yeah. the beginning of like the three sixty man, they had a bunch of indie games. That's how Summer like, of Arcade. Like, remember? Yeah, yeah, man. Alien Hominade. That's how those things kind of came to existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and those are just new grounds. <laughs> right. Yeah. Remember they had Castle Crashers or whatever? On yeah. That, yep. <laughs> Can't get it now, too, on a new console. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, my friend. We got a long way to go to the end of the show notes, but uh, we'll, we'll make it through. So for people who have played MapleStory, hopefully this touches a little bit on your nostalgia strings, right? But if, if you're completely new to this, uh, you'll just have to live vicariously through our boomer ass because we're going to be talking a lot about old things. And you'll probably see us gush about a few things or like rant about some of the things and you'll be like, what are these guys talking about? Uh, but just try to stick through it. We're just, Prinkle and I, we hold this game very close to our hearts. So we're going to be um, talking a, a little bit, you know, uh, inside baseball, as they say. So hopefully, <laughs> yeah, hopefully people yeah. don't get too turned off. But anyway, this is the Maple Story podcast. People have actually kind of requested this. And uh, we talked about how we got the name for the podcast, Ride to Orbis. This is a direct reference to the game Maple Story. And uh, let's get started. So the first thing I wanted to do was just talk a little technicality. So the game background, what is Maple Story? So Maple Story is a free-to-play 2D side-scrolling massively multiplayer online role-playing game for those, the uninitiated MMORPG, developed by South Korean company Wizit, first released in South Korea in April of 2003. Pringle, we are old. Man, 2003? Wizard released it in South Korea in 2003. So, oh, okay. Damn, uh, really? Yep. Well, mm -hmm. Damn, it's been around for 20 years, 20 and they gave years. us the worst 20-year anniversary event. Oh, Man, that thing God. sucked, bro. Oh, no cool hat? <laughs> no. Damn. <laughs> It was trash, man. It wasn't that good. No it's, cake? It's just, they do cake they're, they're not fun like that, man. Uh, they're not fun like that. Man. They don't do those fun things no more. Rip. 
Well, we'll talk. We'll talk about why that happens, and and you have some information about that mm. on on Nexon as well. So, um, the game was later picked up by South Korean publisher Nexon after acquiring Wizard in the summer of 2004 for the price of check this out, 40 billion Korean won, which equals 30 million USD. And now that's 30 million dollars in 2004. I don't know what that wow. adjusts for in inflation. That's a lot of money, dude. That's a dude, lot of money. Why do I keep feeling like sometimes I hear about this, like like with this game development, like for instance, like Final Fantasy VII, and I'm like, like the Final Fantasy VII is one of the most expensive games to be made, and I'm like, how did they get all that money back then? Was know. it just like they just throwing it out there? <laughs> I don't know, but that's a lot of money. Like, and especially for like, think about this. So Wizard came out with the game in April of 2003. And then the summer of 2004, so you're talking about just maybe a year and a couple months, Nexon buys it for $30 million. Like, how is the game even proven to be worth $30 million? How did Nexon know that this was going to be gangbusters? That's what I'm saying. Like, crazy that they invested so much money. And, Dude, man. The only thing I can see is that Maple Story is really one of its kind, and anything that looks like it is dead. <laughs> So for the time, I mean, what a gamble could like, how do you go to your bosses? Like, listen, I'm going to need $30 million so I can right. buy the side school. <laughs> Yo, if you really want me to blow it up, man, you better give me that 30 mil, man. Oh man. So anyway, that's the inception of, uh, of how Nexon and Wizit came to be. So uh, Nexon acquired Wizit and, um, Wizit, I believe continued working on the game. Just Nexon was the, the major, uh, publisher. So they had say on a lot of things. Uh, so Nexon, what they did with that $30 million, obviously, so they launched MapleStory in multiple territories, but the main ones were Maple C for Southeast Asia, Maple Global, which was what you and I played on, and uh, later on it was Maple Europe. Uh, those are, were the major servers, so Europe obviously covered Europe and, um, and all that region. And but global was pretty much I I think anybody could play on global like that was I think so too yeah they didn't have wasn't a territory reference no mm -mm. so Maple Global released in two thousand five um, and it's the most popular version of the game so because of the the region based population and the fact that it wasn't region locked it accounted for roughly a hundred million of the registered users of the total 180 million that Nexon had worldwide. So global was popping. Insane amount, man. Yeah, yeah that's dude. crazy. Dude. What was going around at that time? Warcraft? Warcraft, Warcraft was going around. Guild Wars. I'm actually, yeah. So so we'll we'll, we'll talk about too. why the game I think was so popular for the time. But before we get to that, let's let's talk a little bit of our personal experience with Maple Story, how we got started. So I, I put here a little brief summary. So I started in the summer of 2005. So I was like a pretty early adopter. I started on the Scania server, which is the and that was the only server that was available back then. Uh, I was 12 years old. I learned about it from a neighborhood kid uh, who was talking about it. We were like, you know, playing basketball or whatever, and he was just talking about this game. And I was like, oh, cool. So we all started playing together, like a bunch of neighborhood kids and I. And I and I I got addicted pretty quick. I was like, dude, this game is sick for 12 years old. I mean, I was like, damn, this is uh, talk about a dopamine hit, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I ended up getting my account hacked. And then so I made a magician and I ended up getting my account hacked. And then I had to restart. So 
by the time I restarted, uh, there was Scania, Barra, and Broa. So I was like, you know what, let me go to Broa because it's the least populated and I'll be able to just start anew and hopefully I don't get hacked again. So I started on Broa and I made a thief and I, that's how I adopted the thief class. I was a big bandit fan as a, as a kid and even now. Um, and then I quit playing in 2011 and then I came back in 2015, played for a few months, about eight months, and then I quit for good in 2016. And uh, I've dabbled with Maple Royals, which is the uh, private server, which is locked to the, to the 2009 version of the game. And um, I played a little bit of that, but I haven't played in probably in about a year now. Uh, so I've been kind of removed from MapleStory as a whole, private or global or whatever. So, but I... I played it for a long time is what I'm saying. This, I mean, <laughs> I went for like about close to seven years, which is, it's a long time to play an MMO, I think. Well, for me, right? Other people. Uh, <laughs> Other people not. Yeah. I played it till it died. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So From the beginning till it's death. <laughs> yeah. So what about you? So I wrote here for you just before we started the podcast. You said you started around 2006 for a few months. Um, you made your thief, right? So you were also a Bandit mm -hmm. fan like myself. And uh, you're currently playing every so often, you said, maybe a couple hours here and there, you're playing the current version of the game. Mm -hmm. How did you hear about the game initially when you started 2006? Oh, okay. So now I remember a little bit. Now, I knew, now it's kicking in. The cogs okay. are, are turning right, right now, dude. So like, I played it initially when Windia kind of came out, like maybe a couple months or so. Yeah. yeah, so 2007. That's it. Yep, there we go. What, was, what age was I in 2007? I uh, graduated in 2010, three Were years you... ago. Were you maybe uh, nine, like 14 maybe? Yeah, I think so. I think I played, but I definitely was playing it around uh, when I was in middle school. So it's maybe like eighth grade then, 13? Yeah, eighth grade is what I want to say, eighth, seventh grade. And I uh, played it actually with two, like I, I, there was a couple of, like I had some friends talk about that before I used to play like Adventure Quest. And then I played RuneScape beforehand. Right. So I, I'm, a, I'm an MMORPG guy. I played them for a while, right? And I wanted to try something different, but the problem is, is that my computer couldn't handle MapleStory at the time. So then sooner or later, my mom just got a better computer and stuff like that. And uh, man, it was hard running MapleStory though, because I kept having dial-up for like the longest. And oh, dude. then I got then I got Comcast internet cable, and I was whoa, dude, that was crazy, man. I was like, yo, <laughs> I'm it in was there. So much better, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. So I. Uh, so then after that, I actually had um, some, I, I knew about it though, from just looking online, cause I played MMOs. There was a couple right. other games that around that time. There was, there was one called like Nostale and then. Uh, you had Ghost uh, Online, you had Guild Wars, you had yeah, Talisman Guild Online, Wars. remember? There was a couple of ones, I forgot this, this one, it looked like kind of reminded me of Vex character or something like that. Anyways, and so then like, um, I, I played it with some friends, some actual friends in school. They they were playing it when I was playing it. Hmm. And I don't remember how I figured out they played MapleStory, but it was like two other dudes and we just played MapleStory like whenever we got the chance. And one of them got to like level 50. That was crazy. I was oh, like, back then? Yeah, dude. I was like, how did he figure it out? I was right. like, is it? But he was like, a, he was a, what was it? The uh, the polearm guy, not the polearm, the, the big spear. He was a Dragon Knight character type, yeah, right? Yeah, Dragon Knight. He was, what was it called? A spearman? It was just spearman. called Spearman, right? Spearman. Yeah, he was like a level 50 Spearman. That was nuts to me, man. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? 
How did he do? And then he got to a point where he got the Dragon Roar, which was freaking mind blowing. Oh that was third job, dude. Yeah, or no, was, was it third that job? Was third yeah, job? Yeah, it was third that job. Was third yeah, it was third job. Yeah. Dude, I was like, God damn! And I'm over here like, I just got haste. <laughs> right, pretty much, right? <laughs> and, it's not uh, even maxed think, out. It's like level eight. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like, dude, right now everybody needs me because they need that movement speed. Oh, dude. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll definitely talk about that. I have that in my notes. Um, yeah, man. So I, I definitely, I started around that time, and then I kind of like after a while, I just stopped playing. I think I played more RuneScape. I got really into RuneScape. Um, like, like it's funny because I back in a while ago and I, my stats all there are pretty a little pretty high for the time i would say um but then was I, the I was my fishing i think it was at least like either 50 or in the 70s okay. or something like right. no maybe it was in the 50s my wood cutting was my highest man it was like <laughs> 70 something man i cut like a lot everybody just be talking while they just cut new trees like mm-hmm. and then they just talk about random stuff yep but um yeah so then i, I stopped playing for a while i don't know what happened and then I played again when Big Bang dropped. Yep. So I played it around like That's 2000. 2010. Yeah, 2010, 2011, 12. I got really into it. My And that, the same account that I use today is still on that same. Like the characters still do exist. Like about, what, ooh, like 12, whoa, 10 yeah, years ago. Exactly. Like 10 and 12 years. They're still there, like in that uh, Windia server, which merged into something else. Um and uh, I got super into it, man, because I was like in the Marine Corps and I was just be bored. So I'd like, I'd have like, I'd be able to like buy cash shop items and stuff like right. that. So I was like, well, I don't care. <laughs> so like, I was, I just had money to blow, you know? Right. <laughs> Single Marine, I ain't got nothing to spend it on. Outside yep. saving it, I really have nothing to do with it. So I would just play a lot of Maple Story. And then I stopped again because I was like, I just got tired of it, man. Mm-hmm. It was like, it got really power creeping. Like, it got to a point where it's like, how do I keep up? Like, yeah, it, it got really hard because it was like you have to like I was spending real money. <laughs> I was spending right. real money so I could get the in-game items, and I was like, nah, I can't keep doing this. Yeah, yeah, yep. maybe more than like no more than hundred bucks, and I was done. I was like, nah, nah, this is so you this quit isn't a, working out. You quit about twenty twelve then. That's kind of it's pretty yeah. close to me. Like you've had the same yeah. arc as I did. Like yeah, man. And then we we I picked it up like the couple of times I picked it up is when we talked about it when we first were talking about yeah. it. I didn't really bother with it too much. I pick it up every once in a while, but then I like I just would fall off. But then the last time we talked about, it, I picked it up and I gave it a shot, and I was like, I don't, I don't really think I like this. And then I picked it up like a year ago, and then I realized I could just like what I was doing is that like I like I fun. I yo, I'll tell you right now, if it wasn't for the current job I'm having right now, I probably still wouldn't be playing it. Right, because the way the game function is different. But because of the job, I'm so bored, right? I'm bored, dude. What am <laughs> yeah, I going to do? So I would, literally, I would literally be playing MapleStory and then be like, hi, this is Louis Pringle from Call Center, <laughs> such and such, right? Like, I'm just saying my name or whatever. So I'd just be bored. Right. So it let me play the game and then it just let me burn time. Now I play it. I play it on and off. Like, I'll play it for a couple of hours here and there. And it's 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 different because you got to, like, you can't enjoy it the same way you used to because, I mean... You know, you don't got any friends that actually play it, but I got a guild now. That's cool. Like That's every neat. once in a while, I talk to them, so I'm not like completely solo. <laughs> right. Yeah. And dude, you you've really covered everything that we're gonna talk about about like how yeah. how the game has transformed over the years. But it's really funny how we basically have the same experience with this game. It's, uh, yeah, man. I mean, it makes sense. Um. So you talked about like what what was around that time. So here, this is what I. I wrote here as far as like the appeal of the game. Like, why didn't Nexon spend $30 million to buy Wizard? 
I think this is what it was, right? So mm -hmm. I think the game capitalized on the time. So if you remember, the early 2000s were literally considered to be like the MMO era. Like that was when that stuff was going on. Bro, it was great. It was yeah. <laughs> your boy had every choice, everything you could think of. You could play it, bro. It was amazing, yeah. dude. I love the MMOs right around that time. Dude. Yeah. So when you think about it, so World of Warcraft was really popular. You had a bunch of other MMOs going on, like Guild Wars and Ghost Online, Talisman Online, all those little ones, right? And and they had little, like, they even though they were smaller, yeah. they still had, like, a presence. Like, they were People still doing People were playing fun. him, like, actively, and that was yeah. so great. And, of course, you know, you mentioned RuneScape was big. Um, so MapleStory, I thought, was just another spin on the MMO genre, and it found itself just at the right place on the right time, right? Like, mm -hmm. it did something that the others didn't. Like, it wasn't... You know, unlike some of the 3D-based MMOs, MapleStory had more of like a cartoony style to it, and it played mostly like a 2D side-scrolling platformer action, and yeah. it felt pretty fluid for the time, right? Like for for how games were playing, and um, it was also action-based, right? So it wasn't tab target. It was very much you had to play that, the game. That was very different too, because everything was tab target back then, man. Yep. Super, like oh man. <laughs> yeah. So you really had to like. You had to be present to play that game. Mm -hmm. You can't just like click, click, click and just do other things. You had to mm -hmm. like actually play the game, which was, I, I really enjoy that. And I still enjoy it. Like when I look for MMOs, MapleStory has really like changed my mind of like how I like playing certain things. Cause when I see Tab Target, I was like, ah, it's just, that's why I kind of liked, um, Black Desert. Uh, Black Desert. Yeah, yeah. dude, I've had the, when I played Black Desert for like 20 minutes, I was like, yo, this is really fun. Right. right. It, it really does just toss you into it. You don't like, you're literally able to do all kinds of crazy stuff from the get go. Man. Right. So I, I attribute that to MapleStory. I, I think that game really influenced the way I look at MMOs now. Like I need to be able to control the action. Mm -hmm. um, not that Tab Target doesn't do that, but it's just a different Tab style. Target has a problem where it only gets really like, yeah, like very like intense when you're a much more higher level, and then at that point the drop rates already happen. Like mm -hmm. people have dropped it, right? Yeah. So, um, let's talk about some old school references in the game, right? So this is a little bit going to be in the weeds for people. Mm -hmm. Um, so when you created a new character back then, right? You had base stats that were random, and you could roll a dice on the character create or creation screen to shuffle the stats and to try to land the best ones for your targeted class so you wanted 10 strength if you were going to become a warrior you wanted 10 dexterity if you were going to become a bowman um so on and so forth and rolling the four four for your uh weakest stat or for your the stats that you don't need that was the meta back then so mm. if, if you were like a you're going to be a warrior you wanted four in intelligence and four in luck because you're not you're never gonna put anything in there. And you could be there for like eight hours just rolling the dice. <laughs> just pressing it. If you wanted just meta, that button, man. If you just wanted to make sure that your ability points were like uh what what's the word I'm looking for? I guess um Min maxing over here, man. Right, yeah. Like right? <laughs> you want an optimal character. Yeah, you creation. want optimization <laughs> station. <laughs> so you wanted that four four in the stats that you weren't gonna use, which was gonna give you more in the stats that you are gonna use. So I dude, I'd play that game. I used to just when I create a character, I would Bro. roll that dice, man. Every now dude. and again I get pissed, I'd be like, whatever. If I get five four, I'm just creating, whatever. Man, dude, it's it's so frustrating too, because you really would just be there for so long. And yeah. 
Oh man, dude, they did not make that easy. Man. They no. didn't make that easy, man. Which is so that like talk about the commentary on the game. Dude. Before you even start the game, the game is hard. <laughs> Yo, and that just really tells you that it's it's a gamble of a game. You're literally throwing dice to get stats, bro. Right. The inception of this game has always been a gamble. <laughs> the fact that you're grinding the game before you even made a character is like dude I, I, that is maple story that's old school maple story right there you are grinding at the character select you ain't even figured out your name yet because <laughs> right. you're just trying to get this damn dice right and, and you know the name that you want is not going to be available because so many people are playing the goddamn game so you're just going to be like uh i guess i'll put it x is, at the it, end <laughs> dude it is a bunch of kids so nobody has a uh, as a as an original name yet that you know right. just the same names Thief Ninja Hermit 666 or right. something like that, man. Naruto Sasuke. Right. <laughs> and everybody would be called that. I love that, that one. Hilarious. So that's, I mean, that was how it started. Now, for roughly three years, Maple Global only had three servers. We talked about this a little bit at the top, right? So you can only pick Scania, which was the first ever server. Um, which was incredibly overpopulated. I mean, oh, just man, loading into it took thick. forever. Like, yeah, dude. you cannot load into Scania any channel. It doesn't matter. So uh, a server had 20 channels back then. If you loaded into channel 19, it's almost the same as loading into channel four. Like, it didn't matter. Um, Vera was the second server, which was introduced a little later. Uh, was also pretty heavily populated, and Broa, the third server, was decently populated, but it wasn't as overwhelming, and what I found is that, at least when I played, it, Broa back then almost became a transplant server, where a lot of people from Scania and Barra was like, man, mm -hmm. there's too many people yeah. here, so they oh, they moved over to Broa, because they're like, they just can't play over there, they're, there's too many people, so they kind of flowed, both of those servers flowed into Broa, which I, I thought was cool. Um and then this is when you came in, so it wasn't until Windia, the fourth server, released in 2007, that it felt like the population of the game was more evenly distributed. Like, finally, people... Because people really like Windia as a server. Like, people flocked mm -hmm. to Windia, and it became a pretty popular server back then. And so I felt that that's when people... When, like, I felt the population was alleviated by how many people were playing the game. Um, now, let's talk about the gameplay. So... At the time, when, when you and I started playing, there were only two islands, right? And two islands, four classes, and they were under one classification, which was the Explorer, right? You only had Explorer uh, under the Explorer umbrella, as they say. So the islands were Maple Island, which was a, just a very small map, and which it only served as the tutorial and a beginner island. So that's when you just, they just plop you onto Maple Island. I was like, all right, go do a couple of these quests and go grind. And then we'll move you over to the place where most of the game took place, Victoria Island. Victoria Island is where you spent most of your time back, back in the day. So Victoria Island was a large map. It was sectioned off in all four directions, and it, it led to towns that were the homes to the specific explorer classes. So Hennessy's was the home of the bowman. Perion was the home of the warrior. Kerning City was the home of the thief. And Alenia was the home of the magician. Then you had little smaller areas like Lith Harbor, which was just a town that brings beginners over from Maple Island to Victoria Island. It was, that's pretty much all it served. Um, and Sleepywood, which lo was located in the heart of 
Victoria Island, and that was home to like higher level monsters. And then inside the dungeon, there was the undead and uh, you know a bunch of the obviously the there was a Balrog there, so Balrog Junior as they called him. Mm. I have a a quick story when I was when I made my first ever character, and this is how I got stranded. I had to make a new character. I was a beginner. I was going to be a magician. Oh man, you said stranded. Now I you already know how that happened. You already know. <laughs> so for the people that don't, so. It was really confusing when you take, so let's say you're done with Maple Island. You did all, all your quests. I'm level eight, which that's the, that's the parameter that you need to be in order to become a magician. I go, I take the ship from Maple Island to Victoria Island, which puts me in Leth Harbor. And then the guy at the dock, right? He's like, hey, you've arrived to Leth Harbor. What do you want to be? I was like, I want to be a magician. He's like, cool, just take the taxi and go to Alenia. I was like, well, that's simple enough. So... Right from the ship, if you jump two platforms, there's a taxi. And there's a black taxi. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is the taxi <laughs> that guy was talking about. So now because you're a beginner, the taxi <laughs> the taxi was only like, I think, 100 meso, which it was yeah. nothing back then. Because you're a beginner, normally it's like 1,000. Because if you're mm -hmm. an adventurer or you're an explorer, it's more expensive. So the taxi is like, hey, we'll give you a discount because you're a beginner. Which, why the fuck was that in that game? Anyway? <laughs> <laughs> why are you giving me the option to do this? The black taxi right next to the ship takes you to Sleepywood, which is not where Bro. a level eight beginner wants to be. Oh, dude. It's brutal, you're dude. stuck, man. So on one side, you have monsters that are like level 25. And on another side, you have monsters that are closer to level 30. And you cannot get out of Sleepywood because guess what? There's not a taxi in Sleepywood that takes you out of that fucking place. So it still have, don't exist, dog. Dude, so you have to you have to walk out of Sleepywood, and it's impossible as a level eight person. You'll mm -hmm. just get hit, killed, back in town, hit, killed, back in town. So this is what happens, and it became a thing in the game. Actually, there were merchants in Sleepywood because this happened so often. There were people that would wait in Sleepywood for these gullible <laughs> beginners to show up and be like, hey, pay me what you got. I'll guide you out of this place. <laughs> and people actually did that for a while. Dude, I cannot leave. I had to delete that character and make a new one. <laughs> now, here's the, here's the trick, right? So there are two taxis in the game. There's a white taxi that takes you to all, all the towns, and then the black taxi only takes you to Sleepywood. So if you didn't read the text or if the game wasn't very... Like, it didn't make it seem very clear which taxi you're supposed to take. Didn't it very well. And why did they give beginners a discount? Why is that a thing? I shouldn't be in Sleepywood at all until, like, at least level 20-something. Oh, man. Oh, dude. That so, was funny, though. <laughs> it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. So that's my little Sleepywood story. Oh, man. Um, so let's talk about so the main gripe, right? The main gripe from back then, you and I talk about this a lot, um, everything felt like a grind or a chore, right? So that was just the theme of Old Maple. We talked about the, the character select screen. It's a grind, right? So traversing took forever to go from map to map because everything is a side-scrolling platforming. So you had to walk, jump, and climb everywhere. Leveling was a grind because monsters simply did not give a lot of experience to begin with. And they scaled with your level. We talked about this before the podcast started. They scaled with your level, meaning if you killed a monster at level 25, and you got 30 experience. At level 26, you kill that same monster, you get 28 experience, which 
is why i don't know it's just annoying and eventually you became so strong that if you killed beginner level monsters you got one experience like you, it gave you nothing so yeah so stupid matter. Um, even Maple Island was a grind, right? So if you were going to be a warrior, it probably wasn't as much as a grind because you had so much points and strength, so you did damage. But if you were like a mage or something and you were putting points in intelligence, <laughs> you're not you're doing two and four damage if you're lucky. Bro, your only saving grace is that you're you're you get you get to be a mage at level eight. That's it. Exactly. Literally. Right. You That's can get it, out of there man. a little quicker. Um the damage was too low, and you know it, the EXP rates were terrible, even on the Maple Island. And because of overpopulation, it was just tough to find clear maps. Like the kill stealing was out of control on Maple oh Island because people dude. would just take the maps, and you're like, "Dude, I just want to hit something." And then this guy who's going to become a warrior just does 17 damage to my snail. And I'm, like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm over this here trying to been push grinding this for years, bro. I'm, just... <laughs> I'm like, bro, this is brutal. So. If you, so yeah, so if you're going to be a magician, that's your only saving grace is level eight. If you're the other three classes, it's level 10 to be able to advance. And that could take you eight hours to get to level 10. Like that was, a, oh, that took you all day if you wanted to try to get out of Maple Island. But as kids, we had time, right? Now we could never yeah. do that. I'll never do that. Yeah. No. Um, so I'll say this in hindsight, although... I, I still don't embrace the grind, right? I still don't really like the concept. Um, but it is more appreciated because it did two things that I thought, which was, was cool. First, it gave you a sense of accomplishment. Getting to level 30 back then, like, that was a big deal. Like, holy crap. Dude, that dude. was like an accomplishment. Like, dude, you dude, got to level they, 30. Not only was it getting from 1 to 30, but then it was also doing the, the quest to get to advance. level the, the advance oh my lord that was a whole beast in its entirety oh, dude you need to help like people actually had to help you try to like hey go here do that um oh man it, it was and it felt like it just like a big deal the job advancement to second job finally it's like you, you know you've progressed you, so you finally have your i think what it helped what ended up happening too is you finally were able to do like an actual like damaging thing that hit multiple enemies at right once. yep yep so Unless, yeah, I, I don't believe any other, yeah, I don't think any other first job class had a multiple hitting target, which was, uh, yeah. so yeah, so that was a big deal. Um, and secondly, the grind also, um, one of the biggest thing, right, it got you closer to the community because of mm -hmm. how hard the game was. Um, you just started talking to people who gave up yeah. on training for the day. And they were just chilling in Hennessy's, which they had a moniker, right? They were called Henny Hose. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're still there. <laughs> they're still there, man. Henny Hose would just be people hanging out in Hennessy's, just sitting and just laughing and typing and just Dude. hanging out. And they would do that for hours. Like, it was like, damn, you're still here? Fucking <laughs> go somewhere. You're going to play the game? <laughs> right. I ain't playing it. They're always just, <laughs> And they always had, they were always, like, dripped up, right? They always had, like, hella NX stuff. Yeah, like, they had all the nice swag, <laughs> man. They really did, man. Yeah, yeah. Level 19, not doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> I spent at least $100 on these thrips, right. man. It's like, man, go take your ass the train at home was bunk so the henny hose i mean that was i mean but i it was fun i would henny ho every now and again um you had people doing jump quests both in the subway and in sleepy wood the kerning city party quest was a big where i mean man every level up on that one was celebrated by the party right i was like oh level Bruh, 26 man really was. was so 
um, that was really fun to be a part of. And then before we got the free market, remember, I don't know if you, well, you came in 2007, so you already had a free market, but like before mm -hmm. we had a free market, Perion channel one was the free market, right? Oh, so man. <laughs> that's the worst. Dude, so it's like RuneScape, man. <laughs> right. Everybody so, just screaming. It's like, dude, why is everybody screaming? <laughs> everybody's yelling. And then people are trying to scam you, but like, hey, give me this. And to do, uh, uh, Tab tab space enter. <laughs> the trade system was so weird because it's like it, it would mess with you sometimes. It would. Because they could like pull something quick if mm -hmm. you press trade and it's ah, I don't even know how to explain it. It's so weird. I, I don't yeah. like it, man. No, it was it was bad. Um, but you know, you met people there, which was cool. And I mean that still happened. So all they did when they made the free market is that Perry on channel one just became free market. Like the same mm -hmm. exact system just became a dedicated yeah. map because people were like, Man, they're spamming the shit out of town. <laughs> like you can't you walk in and it's freaking laggy. <laughs> oh, you can't. And dude, if you're in Scania, it's done. You're disconnecting immediately. So um and of course, how can we forget? The symbol on my hat ride to orbis right so we took that ship mm -hmm. um which was really fun you know for many of us we stayed in that main cabin we didn't want to get killed but i should the... grab my hat hold up i gotta <laughs> grab it for this one look right man this is a special occasion so as pringle getting his hat so the ride to orbis was we explained it already right but the ride to orbis was was huge because it it, it symboled you finally getting out of victoria island to Orbis, which was the city in the sky. We'll get to that in a bit, but you know, you either stayed in the cabin, right? You played card games, you talked, you hung out. Um, while the brave ones tried to see either how long they can survive against the Crimson Balrog or the ones that were really high level actually try to take it on, which back then was quite the task. And depending on which job you were, if you were a warrior, you could probably take a couple hits. If you were a thief, probably not. And magicians, couldn't do that much damage, but they could survive because of a thing called Magic Guard. And uh, it was just good times. So the ride to Orbis, man, I, I really enjoy it. I've, I've taken that boat ride plenty of times. That airship. Dude, I love the airship, yeah. man. I, I would hop. Sometimes I would hop on it for no reason. Right. Just because I was like, I want to just break that box that's in the count. <laughs> get the... Get the they had it had a scroll in it, and it had a uh, a red an, potion. An, I think an apple. An apple, yeah. It had the apple. In yeah, it. <laughs> it was good times. So that was the one thing, right? A lot of camaraderie was happening back then because of the grind. People were like, "Man, this sucks training. Let me just go henny ho for today or whatever." So stuff like that was cool. Um, you had a lot of instances where you just got to know the community more, and those were just to name a few, right? There were so many more, so. Mm. Um, it was good times. Now I got a few shout outs here, just personal ones that I want to, I want to give out just from my playthrough, my community. And these people will probably never listen to this, but I, just in case, who knows? Um, these were my friends back when I played. So I'm talking like 2005. To oh, I think I got one person. 2009. Cool. Ahead. You can shout them out. Okay. So this is shadow King 41. He was my best. That this, he was the boy, right? Like that was, that was my best <laughs> yeah, friend. That, one of those. <laughs> that, that was my friend. Um, he was a thief that never advanced to the second job. The dude was stuck to, at level 26 forever. Like he never advanced, hated training. Um, always try to mess with people. A little bit of a scammer, right? Like he didn't. He's like, yo, I'm a thief class. What you think, right. man? He didn't like training, so he couldn't sell equipment and he couldn't like get money. 
So mm-hmm. he basically just kind of tried messing with people or scamming them. Um, but he was a good, you know, for kids, you know, he's a good guy. And um, I met him randomly while walking to Kerning City. And one time, and he just started chatting. And then we kept, you know, just were friends until um, we both kind of quit the game. And I lost contact with him around 2013. I had his, I had his number, but uh, I think I, like, I switched numbers or whatever. And I just kind of lost contact with him. But Shadow King 41 shout out to that guy. Uh, Caden Shadows. She was a really chill. She was so we were like what 12, 13, and she was in college. Like she was an adult, basically. Um, but she was a really, really nice person. She always helped us. And uh, you know, we met I met her through Shadow. She was Shadow's friend. And she was a second job magician. She was a cleric, which of course, you know, they they make money. They um, make bank. That yeah. Holy symbol, man. Still oh, man. is good. <laughs> well, just healing people, right? And parties. Like yeah. people loved clerics. They they would just be out there killing coolies too if they got to a point so that they'd get the, yeah, and the, the golden teeth they would drop sometimes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that too. Yep. Yeah, and then the subway too, the, the little Wrath Juniors or whatever. Yep, yep. So uh, she was cool. She always helped us out. If we ever needed like equipment or potions or meso, like she would, she was just a really nice person. And eventually she just kind of stopped logging on. I'm assuming she just went to school and, you know, got, became an adult. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> She was really cool. Now, this mage rules. Uh, she was a really fun girl to hang out with too. I met her at. She was a magician. I met her at a kerning party quest, and we we hung out for a long time. Um, and we did party quests together. I helped her with the uh, second uh, advancement. Her, her she became an ice lightning mage, or a wizard rather. Um, and then she got to about level forty by the time she quit. Uh, and we were both just the same age. We used to like video, uh, video chat, old school, uh, Skype. And, um, eventually I just kind of lost contact with her around 2012. I had her number. And, uh, again, I think, dude, when I, when I lost that phone, I lost so many numbers. I, <laughs> I feel that man. Yeah. So I lost, I lost contact with this, this last one though. This is a special one. Cause his name was Gal 24. And dude, I never added this guy to my friends list. Cause both of our list was full. Uh, but because of just the overpopulation and people had just tendencies to go to the same channel, uh, mm-hmm. I would see this guy all the time, like all the time and just walking around the world. And every time I'd see him, we would just kind of like chat and be like, Oh, you know, nice to see you. And then we'd go on our merry way. And then a couple of days later, I'd see him again and, uh, just walking around either Victoria Island or, or Orbis or whatever. Uh, cause I always used to log into channel 12 and so did he. And it was so funny how I became friends with this guy who was, wasn't technically my friend on my friends list. And, um, Oh dude, I've had that too, man. You I just see that. the same people and it was really yeah. cool. Um, and then I lost contact with him around 2009. Uh, that's when either he quit or I was getting pretty close to quitting. So, um, shout out to those people. I, I enjoyed their company when I was playing. And doesn't it always suck, man, in a way? It's like, oh, these cool people you meet through the game, and then you're right. like, yeah, we'll, we'll keep in contact. You use Skype. Skype was, like, the go-to. That was the only thing back logging then. On. Yeah. yeah, they stopped. They just stopped logging on. I, I uh, My old Yahoo account that had all of this information, man, they, like, I don't know, Yahoo did this weird change, and they updated everything. It's all, all my old emails are gone, and I was so mm. upset about that because it car- it car- I had a lot of, like, pretty like old stuff in there that was like oh man because then i would have been able to tell you an exact date but now i remember i can't even go that far because the furthest i can go my current email is just oh nine man Dang. so 
Yeah. But then that, that really did suck when Yahoo did that, where they just deleted everybody's emails. Like it, and, and it's not like they deleted, they kept them email, like the address, but they just deleted all of the emails that was in connected to it. So what the hell? Mm. But I had one person that like, <laughs> it's like, it was like my, I actually married her in the game. And it was funny as hell because we just did it for the the ring because the ring right. gives you the ring was really good. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just, it was funny. And it was Yuki's love you or something like Yuki loves you. Dude, she was funny as hell, man. Because right. like, every time I was logging, <laughs> She would just be saying some outlandish stuff all the time. <laughs> she was so funny, dude. Like, yeah, it was like people one of the were few really funny were like, in that game, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, because your character can emote too, which right. is, I think one of the biggest things too that that sells Maple Story outside of the funny marketing. The the characters you could see your character's face, yeah, and that wasn't so much of a thing. I think emoting was a big thing. Warcraft, I think you unlock emotes in Warcraft and like RuneScape, you unlock them too, like. Like things like that, but you could see the character's face in Maple Story, and the character's face was like the thing, right? Mm-hmm. F three, F two, yeah, F three, yep, yep. F three, I F6, love that one. F seven, F one was just yeah. Like, you, just, that's when you get hit, right? Like that's when you get hit by yeah, literally that. I love F two's always been my favorite. The smile, the smile, yeah. yeah. So I think that was a, and I and I played. That's when I came back after the Big Bang, and I played for like a year or two. And then, like, I just didn't see him. They stopped logging on, and I was like, "As it was like, oh, that was my friend. I lost my friend, man. Yeah. It, was, it was fun, man. It was it was fun playing with them, dude." Yeah, it it is a bummer. Um, but I, I mean, I, I enjoyed the time. You know, what's mm. the saying is like, "Don't be sad. It's over. Be happy. It happened, yeah. right?" <laughs> yeah, be happy. That yeah, it was fun as hell, it man. Was good times. Um, so that's a little bit of a nostalgia trip. Let's let's talk about you know the Big Bang and now postmodern Maple Story. Mm. And you'll be able to to talk about this a little bit more because you can have more experience with some of this stuff but so up to the summer of 2010 update which was known as the big bang update uh and it dramatically changed many aspects of the game maple global added a few more servers it was like kahini bellocon and mardia um before the big bang and then afterwards they added like Cradia and el nido and Yolande and all this. Man, they were doing that so often. Oh, yeah. like, it, there was a lot of dead servers. Like, worlds that were just like, dude, what was the point well, of this? Back then, they needed it. But yeah, but after but, a while, it just yeah. They, when they added El Nido and then they added uh, Kanin or all these other yeah. ones, it was like, dude, and that's like way Zenith too many. And, yeah, man. All these other ones, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a little too much. But back then, it made sense. And then afterwards, I think they, they were like, oh, man, we, we got a problem here. But um, it did balance the overpopulation issue because, dude, by, by the time 2009 rolled around, Maple Story was like crazy popular. Like it was mm-hmm. really, it was popping, right? So uh, the maps that we had before Big Bang that were open to us, obviously Maple Island and Victoria Island. We had Orbis, which is the city in the sky. We had Elnath, which was the frozen valley. Aqua Road, the underwater city. Ludibrium, which is the toy factory. That's actually one of my favorite maps, especially because it has history. I love history. to do when Ludi first dropped. I, I love Ludi. I was Ludi like, you get on the the, the, the toy airplane airship, mm-hmm. and like, dude, it's all Lego based, man. Ludi yep. was sick as hell, man. But I love Ludi, dude. Ludi has such an interesting. If you actually read, because like, if you do the Roly Poly quest and you do the other quests, mm-hmm. and you actually read, like, Ludi has a really interesting history because it's a toy factory. And then you have the forgotten toys in the basement of the factory. Yeah, it's yeah, actually really like a whole other two tower like a type of situation. Yeah. yeah, man, that is pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, oh, like the, the forgotten toys and all this other stuff. But it's like it's like damn, it's like a really sad. Um, and then uh, I think we also had Omega Sector, which was the aliens yeah. right, off of Ludi. Yeah. 
Uh, mm-hmm. If you go down the tower, so that was like an extension of Ludi. Um, and then we had we had Leafry, right? Which is the Dragon Nest. That was yeah. the, that was like the highest level monsters that were back then before mm-hmm. Big Bang. Like that's where all the big boys go went to train and all that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, the game also added more party quests and boss dungeons and and all that stuff. So you had Zakum, obviously. You had Horntail, and the level cap back then was also level two hundred. And then you had mm-hmm. um, pets and, and mounts and all this other stuff. Um, we also got third and fourth job advancements before the Big Bang, which actually, I don't know why, when I did research for this, in my memory, I was like, did we get fourth job advancement um, after Big Bang? Because that's in my memory. I was like, I think we got it after Big Bang. But we actually had it before, which is kind of crazy to think of. We did. Yeah. Oh man, it's because nobody got there. That's nobody. why. Like it was so crazy. It was like to get Tiger, to Sushi, yeah. Fangblade, right? Like those are the only people who ever got it. And there. it was 122, which was like yeah. also really hard, man. Yeah. And third was 70, right? So um and yeah, like I just wrote it here. So the third and fourth job advancements were before Big Bang, which you know, it let players gain new skills at 70 and 120. But odds are, you know, only about seven to eight percent of the population got to seventy, and then maybe two to three percent of the population got to one twenty mark before the Big Bang, right? Like, Jeez most people Christ. did not get there. Um, the classes did see a bit, a bit of an expansion before Big Bang, and while the game added the fifth class to the Explorer umbrella, which was the Pirate, um, the game added a warrior-like class called Aaron, a dragon summoning magician called Evan. Uh, Cygnus Knights, which were pseudo-explorers. Uh, they operated under Empress Cygnus, and they had, like, a different backstory. And But they were capped at level 120 at the time, so mm-hmm. they weren't, like, traditional explorers level 200. Um, that's where they finished, as level 120. So what did Big Bang do? It was mostly positive changes. The main theme was supposed to be story mode, which... You know, that was the first ever for Maple Story. We didn't really have like a proper story. Every region sort of had its own little mm-hmm. story, right? But the world of Maple Story did not have one. So they revealed a villain known as the Black Mage, who would become the antagonist of the Maple World. And he's like the main target of Empress Cygnus. Like that's why mm-hmm. Cygnus exists, is to stop the Black Mage. Uh, her, her and her knights, which ended up not turning well because then she turns evil anyway. So it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, that was funny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, all yeah. right, they completely retcon that, and I was like, well, she's evil now. All right, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, but more importantly, when it came to gameplay, they reset the experience values, which was huge. They adjusted the difficulty for leveling. They added different ways to strengthen equipment. They made better drop rates. Easier way to attain upgrades, more quests, more destinations to travel. They restructured the map uh, for easier traversing, which was also huge because, remember, we're walking all over the place. Um, And overall, it was just a good update for what the game was doing well back then before Big Bang. It just Mm -hmm. had some archaic design to it still. So Big Bang really helped um, as far as those certain aspects. The Big Bang also, we talked about this, but introduced that thief-like class called Dual Blade during mm-hmm. the update, which um, it's sort of like a, an enhanced version of the Bandit class, which is the second advancement for Thief on the Explorer side. 
and uh, you and I talked about it. I think Dual Blade was cheap, dude. I thought they, <laughs> they completely cut the line as far as like all the hard work that Bandits had to do. Dual Blade just swapped in. It's like, why know. play that when you have this guy? Right. Basically, the good thing about the Bandit was just the fact that they still had that shield. So essentially, they could be like, they can, they were, they have more defense. Yeah. Just but cut man, it man, it's all about damage in Mabel's story, man. It ain't right. about defense, man. It's about damage. That was the first time where I was like, this character is on steroids, dude. Yeah, like, dude. I was like, man. And, you know, Thieves hey. already had a rivalry between each other with Assassins and Bandits going at, like, man, I personally, I didn't respect Assassins because like, all you're doing is throwing stars. <laughs> right. All you're doing is just hitting crit rate because you have a skill for crit rate. And here I am actually playing the goddamn game, and I'm trying my hardest to just play. And then yeah. you got this guy showing up, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, I'm over here on this island. Dude. He went so it was like in a way it was like why play uh they don't even say it too like why play night lord still did more damage but night lord was squishy it's they still are they die easy they can't man. boss they, really they they can't yeah yeah they, they die so easy yeah man but and then like what's great about shutters is they had meso guard which yep. is always a pretty dope thing to still have like they still got it right but the the shot the dual blade was like crazy. It was such a selfish class. It like, was it, because it couldn't even haste anybody else. It had self haste. This one yeah. in here. <laughs> it was like, he said, "I'm all, the only one that gets the haste." It's like, dude, oh, dude. they weren't like, like they were great for like if you were by yourself, but they weren't good for parties at all, no. man. Unless, unless they did a lot of damage, they were selfish classes. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and then. Since assassins and night lords were still viable, why would you have a a dual blade on your team as opposed to a night lord if you want damage? Right? Yeah, so man. You get the haste. Um, but anyway, they introduced them during the Big Bang. Um, however, you and I talked about this. While the Big Bang update within itself, I thought was a good update. Mm-hmm. It was like the catalyst, right? So this really kickstarted the new version of Maple Story to what it was going to become. Yeah, it did. And it, it it was a little bit of the beginning of the end, uh, mm-hmm. which we didn't know, but it definitely was because the Big Bang was like a three part series. It was like, you know, once they brought Cygnus Knights and then a little bit of the story, and now you got mechanic and all this other stuff, right? So, man, and I I can I can at one point whenever you get to it, I definitely can almost pinpoint where it started going downhill. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, make sure to stop me when I get there. Yeah. yeah. Um. Here's I just added this because this is the reason I felt Maple Story postmodern Maple Story felt so daunting. Mm-hmm. It was because the updates were so frequent, and they added so much in such a short time that yeah. before you knew it, there were like over twenty different servers, over twenty jobs. They introduced things like PvP and mass dailies. Like dailies weren't really a thing in Maple Story. Like Mm-mm. all of a sudden, you have hella dailies. Um, an auction market, which kind of took away the free market, which was weird. Um, travel shortcut items, which was like, damn, nobody's on this ship anymore. Like everybody's gone. Uh, yeah, I miss doing that, man. Right. <laughs> uh, enhancements like potential system, right? The potential system was huge. Um, which I thought I just wrote here. I thought this was really what disrupted the game. And mm-hmm. this was the beginning of like where the game became into a, a power creep strategy that was just based off of chance and percentage rate. Like when they added potentials, like hidden potentials to items, it became That's actually the downfall part of it, yeah. That was that was when in the beginning of the end. And how did you get cubes? Through the cash shop. Like that's how you got cubes and it just became mm-hmm. 
instead of everybody's trying to get to the same goal together, it became, I'm just going to get this cash shop item and, and cube it and let, let me see how strong I can get. So everybody's on their own mission now, um, which, man, I thought, I mean, it's really daunting because, listen, for the longest time, we had maybe five to six servers, about seven or so classes, and a very basic and straightforward way of leveling up and getting stronger coupled with the community aspect of the game, right? And then within two years, the game changed, and it was just a lot to take in, a lot to adjust to. Uh-huh. Um, now, here's, here's what I said as far as the, the consequence of turning a game that used to be based off of like social interaction and camaraderie because we talked about this because of the grind so in order to achieve certain goals you had to group up you had to party quest you had to do looty maze right you had to do mm-hmm. all that stuff and then it turned it into a game that promotes power leveling for one and just a constant chase for more strengths so you know you lose that multiplayer aspect of the mmo and it just turns into a bunch of singular people on their own journey instead of people sharing the same one which yep. is exactly what happened. I mean, that's, that's what happened. And then by 2015, what used to be a problem for the game in the overpopulation, and you mentioned this, it completely flipped on its head, right? Because yeah, man. as the servers were complete ghost towns, we, back when in, you know, in 2011, we needed those servers because of the population. And then by 2015, it felt like you could walk around channel one on almost any server and it felt like you were playing a single player game. So it was just monsters and NPCs. You would hardly see people on certain servers. And, you know, getting to level 200, you know, could take you mere hours back then. And, you know, people were just looking at, uh, what is his name, Copperson or whatever, his, uh, his yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they're yeah, like, man. this is where you train. You become level 200. And, I mean, that's great, but you got nobody to celebrate it with. And even mm-hmm. that accomplish. That accomplishment doesn't mean hardly anything as it did oh, back then. And I don't know if you remember this. Back in, what was it, 2008 or 2009? Before the Big Bang, for sure. When, when uh, Tiger and Fangblade and, and all those guys were competing to be the first ever level 200. Man, that was nuts, man. Yeah. Well, do you remember the Tiger, his account got hacked or whatever happened there? <laughs> And then Fangblade became the, the level 200. And then they actually, because of the accomplishment, they put Fangblade's character next to the job advancement person in Paris. That's so cool, man. That is so cool, dude. But now, like, it's not the same, right? Like, it's just yeah. not, it's not the same. I am Fangblade. And it's like, and what level? I think Sushi was up there, too. What, Sushi, I think she was the only, which was funny. She was like the, the shadower. I think she was. Like uh, no, her, she was. Uh, she was a night lord. She was a night lord. She was a night lord. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, night lord. Yeah, she was a night lord. Yep, yep. Yep. And yeah, so I don't know. That, that was 20, by the time 2015 rolled around, it just became a power creep game. And um, you mentioned that, right? So how did they combat the underpopulation with the, the, all the different servers? Well, they consolidate. So for one, they consolidate the servers, which was about 22 of them. They consolidate into a handful. So about five servers on the global, on the global version of the game. And then they made the reboot server, which is the one you talked about before the podcast, um, the one you play on, right? So it's, it's, a, it's a server that focuses on kind of the traditional gameplay. So you can't use certain cash shop items mm-hmm. to like advance your, your stats and all that. No trading, yeah. 
Um, and then you just got to get money by traditional means. So you got to grind. It's Iron Man event from RuneScape, basically. Right. Yeah. Yep. So it's kind of like a traditional way of playing MapleStory with a few tweaks, right? A few modern mm. tweaks. Um, and then the last two things here is, you know, because of uh, because of the way they went down, right? Mm-hmm. It leads us to today. So now we're in 2023 talking about MapleStory, which is uh, actually, yeah, 20 years since the game launched, right? In South yeah. Korea, that is. I, I don't still think a long time though. Yeah, I don't think it would be unfair to say that Maple that the Maple Story experience is a shell of its former self than what it was, right? And it's a game, in my opinion, that got a little too big, too fast, and eventually decided to go after further ways to make money as opposed mm-hmm. to keeping its community intact, which is unfortunately what happened. And you know, when I got back in 2015. I just remember, I was like, well, this is really cool. I'm leveling really fast. I'm getting a lot of mm. money. I'm strengthening. Yeah, it's so sick. But yeah. then I realized, I was like, dude, I'm going through these towns, and there's not a soul. Like, I can't yeah. find anybody. And because of the, the auction market system where you just place your item and you just bounce, even the free market is dead. And I was like, where are the henny hoes? And, like, where is anybody and I was like, dude, this game, it just doesn't hit the same. And that's when I quit in 2016. I was like, I can't. I just don't mm-hmm. get the same vibe from it. So I felt when they added Potential Man, it it killed it. It really did ruin it. And I mean, even to this day, they are still pretty, like, they're still very upset about how Potentials work because they just, they don't work as they should in a way where it's like, okay, I'm going to use like 50 cubes. I should at least get this thing to a decent rank or whatever. And it's right. like you get nothing sometimes. And to pinpoint, I think when MapleStory really hit a downfall, not Big Bang, because Big Bang was actually really dope because yeah. it, 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 it let people get to third job and fourth job, right? right. Yeah. I think I want to say it was like a, I was trying to find which update it was, but there was a point where in Big Bang, when I got my character, what level was it? The character to 200, right? Like, I got my first character, like, 200. It took some months, right? It, oh, yeah. it wasn't like, of course, like, old Maple Story. It was post-Big Bang, but it still took a while to get right. that, right? It was. It took a while, like, months of playing the thing. Mm-hmm. There was a thing in this place called the Von Leon place, right? And it was, there's, there's a system called Party Play. And essentially, you get more experience when you have people playing in a party. And you can grind on said person. And some people could, you would basically have somebody kind of like carrying the grind and they would just be killing monsters back and forth, back and forth. And it helped. And when they took that off, that was it. it they took away almost all of the party play out of the game yep. because people weren't doing party quests anymore. They gave like, why would I do party quests when I can just grind with other people in party play maps? Because party play maps allow people to get a substantial amount of experience, especially if you have someone that's so powerful because of those busted ass potentials that they right. have that they could essentially just carry and leech and you could leech, but you could stick people still together. Like there were people who were still actively leeching or sometimes, or yeah. they would be, you know, help killing the monsters because those monsters there had an insor- a really huge amount of HP. Like, like 100,000, right? Like they were- yeah, a really, really high amount. But then they took that off. And then afterwards, they took away almost all the party play, man. Like, there is literally no party play outside of, like, now, the only party play they have is, like, Monster Park Extreme. 
Man, you got to be level 260 for that, man. Yeah. Wait, what's the Dude, level cap now? It's 300, man. 300. And there is not many people. Nobody has reached that. I don't think nobody's yeah. reached that level cap. And they've been essentially like with the recent patches, they've been going down on the on the level needed to reach that. Outside of like the hyper burning thing where they burn, you can burn a character. Hyper burn now is where like before it's like you level up, you get two levels up at once. Then they did a hyper burn where you could get three levels at once. Damn. So I have a character. My highest character is just 242. And like, I don't grind that because it's like, dude, if I grinding that at that point, man, it takes like hours to get like 10% or something like that. So it's like, I'm not going to grind it. But doing the little daily stuff, you get a substantial amount of experience. But after like 250, I might not even touch that. I, like right. you just boss with the character is what I do now. But definitely right when that party play ended, I think is really the downfall of it. And I'm even reading like a post that someone said about when Maple, why my Maple Story is sinking. Because that's when there started becoming a huge drop in the population because the places where people would be there, they were gone. Like there were there was nobody to do the party play. So essentially they took away those maps and then it became more solo focused. Mm -hmm. And it's like people i mean it was great because party plays it like oh hey i got a bishop he gives me holy symbol everybody gets more experience oh hey i got haste now i can run faster i'm a warrior i there, there was no flash jump for warriors right. so they had the rush they had to just push through with the rush or they use magnet um you know stuff like that it's like oh we got hyper body we got now more health so everybody can live more so it can they can last longer yep. they took away the party play and then they tried bringing back party quests and nobody wanted to do them because the thing is minuscule. It's like, it's not even worth it. And I yeah. think that's really when the game really hit it. Like, it, like the, the cubes, everybody was like, okay, I'll deal with them for now. Right? But then, like, after that, they it really just, like, put it down. Because at least, with the even though the cubes sucked, at least there was a focus on party play. Like, it was like people were playing, actively playing together. Now the only time I'm playing with other people really is if I'm doing like a really hard boss and I need somebody to carry me. Right. But outside of that, you don't play with people, man. And I think that's, man, I don't know what it is with MMOs, but like they really like, no matter how much they want to emphasize the communication, it's gone, man. Discord servers have ruined that. Yeah. It's gone, man. It really is. It's such a bummer too, because dude, that's, I don't remember how much damage I did in 2008. Mm -hmm. What I do remember is doing Ludi Maze PQ and like just hanging out with people and 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 you know going on the ships and yeah yeah like that was that was the fun of it right and it was man it was that it, it, it took too long to level that was probably the only issue but it was actually really fun because I remember watching this Maple Story and I know I should shoot it to you since we're talking about it it'll it'll make a lot of sense too. A lot of the problem is that Maple Story is a pretty beautiful game when you think about it. It's like a pretty nice looking thing. Even the music is the good. Music the music is game. good, yeah. Yeah, the music is really nostalgic. Even if you never heard the music, <laughs> you'd be like, dog, this kind of hits my nostalgia more. I don't know what it is. And like it's just that, like, of course, the the, the mindset of wanting to find ways to squeeze money has always been the biggest problem with it. But man, it's it it sucks because like you, you you would take so much time in the maps because you needed to take time in the maps because each map was almost like it was a it was an experience right it was like kind of like it's the like in sleeping with the map to the right you get smoke the map to the left you get smoke but right. that's the way to freedom yep <laughs> the right. map to the right you a savage if you can handle those monsters 
but you don't get that now. Like with the with the game now, you're just freaking jumping through the maps. Like you, right? You're boosting through. You're like these maps are a waste of my time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it really is like, dude, I gotta get through this map. This map is wasting my time, bro. And that's how you got some of the story too. With mm-hmm. it was through the maps because traversing was so annoying. Now you remember. So thieves had haste, and then yeah. outside of magicians that had teleport, it was only night lord that had flash jump. Yep, that was the only class that had flash D- jump. Did hermits have flash jumps? No, you had a salter, and you needed a you needed a thing oh, in between yeah, to get true. around. You needed a monster yep. in front of you to use a salter. Yep, dude, that's why people use night lords though. That that flash jump was huge, man. Like you could literally flash jump, and in the flash jump, you could throw a triple star. So it's like, dude, yeah. I only need to hit one button. <laughs> right. You remember, you remember, uh, like, that was like an achievement back then. Remember that little mm. house in Hennessy's right next to the free market? People would always sit yeah. on top of it because they could reach it with flash jump. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> people would love doing it. Everybody that. else couldn't, man. Warriors are slow as hell. Yep. Magicians could teleport, and Bowman didn't have really anything. Man, they had hurricane i think like i so i played a lot of private servers even in between the time that i stopped playing the normal game and i got to experience like the high level stuff Mm. which was really fun because it's like oh you get to deck out your character for free that was really fun to me man like i'd make him look all cool and then i always just jumped to a a bowman because like i loved hurricane hurricane you can move when you use it it's super good man yeah the only problem with some of those private servers playing the class like like a fourth level or first job Bowman is he got an HP wash because they can't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't. You had to do those weird HP wash stuff, and that's why I kind of didn't like that stuff. Yeah. I hated HP wash. That's why process. I love Shadowers or Chief Bandits or whatever. Yeah, because it's just Meso Guard, right? Like I don't have. To yeah, man, Meso Guard is actually really, really good. It is. So, that's our little recap. I got final notes here, and if you want to add to them before we get out of here, please do. So. Just to recap, so I thought the camaraderie during the old school days was something that I'll always remember, right? Like, I'll, I'll always have those memories. And I hate to have to say it like this, but old school Maple Story is just one of those things, like, you just have to be there, right? Like, you just have it to be really there. It really is, though, man. It really is, because you're never going to get that experience again no. with a game. It's just too different in the landscape of, you, you know, right quick, man, the guys that made Discord made it because they wanted to talk to their friends when they were playing Final Fantasy XIV. So, <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, that's literally, that was on their blog when they did the, the whole Discord change. I read the article as to why they did it, and they mentioned that's why they wanted to do, that's why they made Discord, because they just wanted to play Final Fantasy XIV easier with their friends. Mm-hmm. How about that? That's like, crazy. Dude, that that game alone already has a lot of different ways to talk to people. Like it's it's got a lot of good ways to talk to people, but it makes sense because like that's what you would do with people once you got close to them. Like yo, I had me on Skype, then we chat. But then it's like yep. the focus of that is really like I think it destroys the camaraderie because people will be like, yeah, just talk to me on this. Like I don't want to talk to you on that, man. I want to talk <laughs> in the freaking game. Right. That's why I have a keyboard, bro. Yeah. You know, uh, Craftopia, just a little tangent, Craftopia actually yeah. added the, they did an update. They added, you can chat in the game now, which is cool. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty so. cool. Um, but yeah, so the camaraderie was just like one of those things. I'll always remember it. So the countless party quests, the rides to Orbis and, and Ludi and, and going with friends on their, on their job advancement. It was really cool. You know, waiting outside the door for what, for them to finish or whatever. And <laughs> everybody celebrates. It's like, yeah, you did it. Um, that was always fun. Uh, 
the game itself, you know, while simple in the design, both with the appearance and the gameplay, it had a lot of charm. You talked about it, like, even if you look at a map like Alenia and you just go up and you see how tall the tree is, like, that's really cool, like, that the fact that they made it that way and the music and just the ambiance of it all and the fact that every map felt different. Like, it was a 2D side-scrolling on, like, a very simple engine. But you go to Sleepy Wood and you hear that drop in the music and you're like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. this is about to go down, right? Like, so Yeah, like, man. Damn. The music on the boat on the, 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 the boat would change if Balrog was outside, oh, yeah. oh, man. Dude, that drop. That motherfucker is outside. He's outside. I'll have to add that drop to the podcast because that little, like, din, 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 din is like, dude, your heart fucking is like, oh, shit, get inside. You're like, fuck. I'm going to get clapped and I don't want to ride this thing, dog. Oh, dude, you're going to have to wait 15 more minutes on the dock. Terrible. Oh man, dude, but, I oh dude that the the way I want to say right quick, there was another game I played in between that it was called Trickster Online, and it it didn't have much of a uh, a following or anything like that. But man, it really was like it was like a little it was a top down kind of click tab target type of game, and I really really liked it. And then now there's like private servers, but they're just not as good because the the company kind of ruined itself, and it did it was it just didn't live long enough. I think it would have been great at the time, but man, it, it that that's time of of MMOs, man. I don't know what Special. it is, but MMOs nowadays. They just don't look very fun. They trying to look too realistic, which I hate. Around that time, there was more anime MMOs, but you don't even got to be anime. It got to look more fun, but they, like, look really just boring. I mean, there's this new one that's being made that's, like, I know my friend's super into it, and he's following it, but I look at it, and I'm like, ah, like, it just doesn't look. It's called Ashes Creations, and there's probably some other people who know about it. I'm like, I look at it, it's like, ah. They don't, they all look the same, man. It's right. really weird, too, because it feels like, like, even though there were so many of the same stuff, it was, like, a new experience because, one, they were active as hell. So you always go in there and and play with other people. Two, it was a little bit different, different enough to be like, all right, I think I want to skip, 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 I mean, stick with this for a bit because there's also people playing. So that made me stick with it more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I guess there was less of a focus probably from like a money perspective with so much of the gotcha elements that now we see today. Right. But we, we could blame it on the, what is it, the horse riding armor. I think that was one of the big things when they introduced <laughs> yeah. that. They ruined a lot of that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, they definitely, I think they saw dollar signs and they just went with it. And yeah. they were like, man, now we don't have any people for the dollar sign. So they had to like try to get and back I, to it. And they never and did. Really, yeah, I really did. And I wish they functioned the way RuneScape did, man, where it was like just pay a monthly fee and that's all. Like I really wish that like a lot of them, did. I prefer that more than like you got to pay to win, man, because that really sucks, dude. I'd rather just pay my... And Roomscape's monthly fee. Yo, my first wave of how I got mem- my membership, dude, I sent in a money order. <laughs> I, asked my, I saved up $15, and I sent in a money order. That's and hilarious. my mom sent it, and I was like, yo, I was like, I waited every day for it. It was like the crazy. It took like seven days for that money order to get in. And then I got to play for a month of Roomscape. It was godlike, because like, man, membership was amazing back then, man. Right. Free member was like 25% of the game, like 10% uh-huh. almost. And when you got membership size, it was crazy good. So, I remember the first time I got a pet 
in Maple Story because oh my god, one of the advantages is to have a pet because he picks up items and cash for you. Like, bro, now yeah. it's like you can't play without. They got little. Uh, they have ones where like like vacuum pets. Dude, they're doing this scummy. This was so scummy, and they did this like I think like two weeks ago. I saw it. They're trying to sell this. It's a it's like a vacuum pet, right? Like where you're basically so if, if we didn't mention it, but like. At one point, Mimblestor had a really bad bot problem. Yeah. Holy crap, it oh, was yeah. horrendous. Literally, you log in and there was like lines of, of bots getting um just uh, hacking and banned and all that. Yeah, and then every time you go into someone's map, you're like, oh, I'm about to play the game. And this motherfucker is scooping and sucking in the whole yeah. map. He's hitting enemies from far distance and he's sucking up the whole map. So then they basically made like I would say that's post Maple Story. I mean the modern Maple Story now. There's this little pet that falls, and man, that thing sucks up like everything in a huge radius. Damn. So they basically sold the solution. And one thing I don't like, like I've gotten them for free. Like, of course, I'm not paying for the game or anything like that. So, but then they had it now where they sold the pet, and people would just buy it. Like, fine, like it's 90 days, and it's a hundred dollars. Jesus, 90, yes, <laughs> it's a. You have these reboot players. The whole game is free, man. Like, why? You can literally farm a free pet that comes up. And you can farm the points to get a normal pet. But the vacuum ability makes looting so much easier. Mm-hmm. But it's $99. I was like, whoa, man. I would I'd be okay if it was like 10 bucks or something like that. But $99? That's crazy. It's that's funny how it's full circle. Because that's yeah, how the hackers circle, used man. to, like, they used to dominate a map, right? So they used to go somewhere where you couldn't click on their name so you couldn't yep. report them. And then they would kill everything because they, you know, no matter where they hit, it would hit a monster, target it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, would they would suck all the loot off the map, and it would yep. just go in the corner or whatever. I was like, dude, and and they essentially like that. That's where like Maple Story, and it's funny because what's what's hurting Maple Story is the reboot server, from what my understanding. Oh, is. really? The reboot, yeah, because the reboot, you can basically play the game for free and progress the best way possible without spending a dime. So, like, but the thing is that it's, like, they're losing money because you can play it for free. And people are, I think, like, 70% of the player base is playing on Reboot. Mm -hmm. That's how much nobody want to pay nothing. Right. (laughs) We would rather play and grind than pay into a a system that sucks. And I really do miss trading. Like, I I miss doing those things because, to me, that's fun. Like, that's it's part of the system. That was the economy. Yeah, that was the economy. But now it's like people would rather just grind it themselves and then they're actually losing money because people don't have any reason to spend money on NX. Like, I don't care about clothes. You Every once in a while they drop clothes that I can have permanently because they still do that stupid, you can only have it for 90 days thing. And then people don't care about what their characters look because now we're older. We don't yeah. give a damn about what we care. I don't give a damn. Before I used to care. Now oh, yeah. I'm like, damn, it's going to look ugly as hell. I don't care. Yeah. So it's it's hurting them now, which is funny. I mean, they they did it to themselves though. I mean, they really yep. shot themselves on the foot with the way they progressed the game. Um mm-hmm. But what can you do? But yeah, I mean, the nostalgia, that's, you know, it speaks for itself. Uh the game obviously has charm. And then we talked a little bit about this, right? But the quote-unquote maple celebrities mm-hmm. um, and the old school content was really fun to follow. So the race to 200 between Tiger and Fangblade was like, dude, I would watch the charts every day logging in. Yeah. I'm like, where is like, he at? Who got the level up now? Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, he's 193. Um, and that was really dude, fun. I missed that. Yeah. I missed the ranking structure because when you open up the website before, it was right there. Right, like right there. Like the first top five were right there, yep. dude. 
Yeah, you'd always see, it always like some sort of order, tiger on top, and then like for a while it was like sushi and like curry is hot and, you know, a bunch mm. of other people. Um, and then Fangblade came out of nowhere all of a sudden. It was like, yeah, he was like, you know what? I got no life. How did they Let me do it, grind. bro? They had to have like, they had to have had somebody else doing it with him, man. I can't imagine I think, playing that long. So there's a rumor that the Tiger account, Tiger was like three people, but then there's other mm. people debunking the rumor. It's like, no, it was just a guy in, in like the UK. And then his mm. girlfriend deleted his account because he was spending too much money and he was uh, spending too much time on the game. So yeah. I don't know which one is true. I but, feel like I want to believe that one more because that one right. sounds more reasonable. Probably. That one sounds more real. Like <laughs> Dude, he got so close, and I really think Tiger could have beat Fangblade had he gotten there. Um, I, it's just a bummer that like it didn't happen. Were they both? Uh, they were both warriors, or they were no? It was both Dragon Knights. Yep. Dragon Knights, yeah, yeah. Yep. Dragon Knights' hyper body was just yep. so good. Hyper body compared to Rage. Yeah. Hyperbody was way better than the hero. And then what what was the other one? The page, page. became White Knight, right? White Knight. Nobody messed with that guy. Nobody. The, the Paladin. Nobody messed with Paladin because they can't they do crap damage, man. Yeah. They survive forever, but they still do crap damage. Yeah. That was uh, basically a useless class. Um, but the maple celebrities were cool. I mean, I remember people used to like follow sushi around and just like annoy her. Like she's just trying yeah. to train and people are like, hey. What's up? <laughs> like just people are just being really annoying. Um, up, man. And then I don't remember if you remember this, uh, the adventures of Dre eighty six. He was like really one of the only content creators back then. He made Maple mm. Soup. Maple Soup was such a funny series. I feel like uh, I've heard of, of that. I wasn't. I didn't see too much YouTube. Well, I did, but I didn't like pay too much attention to the game that I was playing at the time. He made like the first Maple music videos of him bossing like Papalatus and and Ludi and and doing oh, you yeah. know all, all those crazy ones and he was a big he was friends with tiger and sushi and damn uh, his account still exists bro yeah dude and he did he did a series called maple combat which was like godlike back in the day like yeah i remember i remember that video of the one versus pianist that was like yeah. oh like, i'd be like yo i wish i could get there i never got there um, and there's right pianist and left pianist and they got different yeah. healths and, and all this stuff and um yeah it was it was sick but i just remember Another thing that was really cool, so on, on Broa, there was this guy, his name was Luped. And, mm. you know, even though he was a Night Lord, I was like, ah, I don't really fuck with light, Night Lords like that. <laughs> but he was the only representative on Broa that was close to level 200. So we really wanted him to get there because it was like, oh, you know, our server is getting represented or whatever. So um, he got pretty close. So that was cool. But um, those were the, 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 the good things that I remember from Maple Story. Now, the bad things, obviously, the grind, it was real, right? It just was. <laughs> it was brutal. Well, I, you were my, I got, when I hit level 20, you get to get to the kerning peak, you right? Level 20 to 30. That's what you needed yeah. to get that. You right. bridge that gap. The struggle was getting from 1 to 20 so you could do the PQ. <laughs> and then the hard part is being in the PQ and trying to get into it because only one party quest. You know what's so weird, too? There's a boss in Modern Maple Story that's like, if someone's in it, you can't do it. And you have to hop to another channel. Like, what the hell is stupid as hell? Yeah, man. A boss called Ron Morrow. It's really dumb. I don't understand it. But back to Kerning PQ. I remember one time, I was like, what is the trick? How do they get in that motherfucker so fast? Because there's like eight parties trying to battle it out. The trick was, well, there's two tricks. The cheating trick was that you downloaded an app, like a separate program that someone made. Yeah, an auto clicker. <laughs> the one I used is that you literally just hold enter and you keep mashing the mm. click button so you can get in there. 
And man, without fail, it worked a lot of times amazingly. It almost would beat out the auto clickers, I feel like. Right. And that quest was godlike, man, because the oh. amount of experience you got was nuts, dude. Yep. And we was like, by the time you got really good at it, like people was like, how many tickets? 25? All right. Which rope? And then you just go. Yeah, you, right, yeah. you just <laughs> knew, man. Everybody just knew, man. Everybody just knew. What's funny is they're doing like something. I think Maple Korea did that where you can replay that time period. They're doing it in the new one in the new modern maple story and they'll like make you into one of those weak characters and you get to do the old pqs again and stuff like that which sounds fun but uh so then then that 30 to 40 you i think it was you kind of had to struggle a little bit though right it wasn't so 35 or to was 50 it? was looty pq oh okay 35 to 50 yeah so you had to struggle for a couple of four like four levels yep. and then you had to do that and then afterwards what was after that were, you're fucked like <laughs> there was nothing yeah that, that, and i think that's why it got so hard because i yeah. think after the after i got to level 40 you go I zombies coolies, right dude. yeah you had to grind yeah you had to grind at the zombies or something like yeah. that and it was hard man like you, you had to grind like yeah. you were literally grinding and, there coolies, was nothing like, after and that's all you were doing you're just doing coolies and you know if you were a cleric that's all you did like, oh, yeah. you literally didn't go anywhere else man until yep. you get to the uh the till you get to leafer mm-hmm Pretty much. So that's all it was. Oh my god, that was I. I don't even know how people did it back then. That's why I'm like, bro, that's a lot of time, man. Yeah. Or they would go. They would go to Aqua Road and they would go underneath and they would do the bone. Kill the the yeah. Kill those those the little things that they popped all those yeah, several fish that, right. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's what they would do. Um, that grind was crazy, bro. It was that real. grind gives me that grind gives me PTSD, bro. <laughs> that grind was disgusting, man. It was real. I, the grind, just doing level from like just doing the first starting couple levels was a grind, man. It was crazy how hard it was to get some levels in there. Oh, it's nuts. It's nuts. And then the equipment in general, I don't know how you're supposed to get that either. That was hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad, too. You know what was messed up is that you would be so poor when you start the game and you would think like, you know, the job advancement would give you the equipment or would give you some money. And it'd be like, here's a wand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God damn, dude! It just gave you a stick, man. Hey, man, you go brutal. Let that hold you down for another thirty plus levels. It's like pretty much. <laughs> yeah, don't take the black taxi. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude. Um, the last that two dude rolled, that dude rolled up the window. He's like, "Hey, I heard you <laughs> got you a beginner. Looks like you can get a discount. Hop on." <laughs> oh my god, what a stupid design. Why would they put that right next to the ship? It made no sense. <laughs> Retarded, you know where the the white taxi was it was it's, it's underneath you have to go down oh okay okay i thought for a second it wasn't in lilith harbor it was so it was it's uh it's, yeah, it's, yeah, the, yeah it's the guy or whatever it's not even a taxi it's the guy he's in the booth and then there's yeah, the taxi yeah. the actual taxi is on the other side of the map so it's like dude why would you do that and put like most people are going to go right because the ship is pointing right so like, right oh, okay. is just where you advance in the yeah. game at this point. That's how you start. It's just dumb. But, uh, you know, that's just one of those things you got to learn. I guess not anymore. Right? But you did learn. Yeah, I learned. Yeah. Um, last two things. There was no real story to care about. So the, the world had a story, but the game didn't. So, like, if you, if you paid attention to, like, the maps and all that, it had, like, its own little story. But... Um, even post Big Bang, I thought like the Black Mage stuff and all that other stuff. Like I was like, eh, whatever. That's... I I don't think I I've mashed so fast through any story content. Even like because like now like after level two hundred, 
there's like supposed there's like story content every five levels and it gets you like these sacred symbols that like they're they're like it's called like arcana force and the arcana force essentially buffs up your uh, character more so like mm. you get a symbol and the symbol is like a hundred plus luck or a hundred plus whatever stat you have so now characters have like twenty thousand stats thirty thousand stats <laughs> right yeah that's you can't even like at that point that's the only way you can actually like break down the numbers because they're just so huge now yeah and um i still don't care about the story and Thinking about MMOs in general, I have never really cared about the story. Final Fantasy fourteen. I know, I know everybody talks about it. it. I still say it's an amazing game. It's an amazing game. That's one of the few times I cared about the side quest. Mm. And then I cared about the actual main story. That's why a lot of people got hyped with the new uh, one. I don't remember what the new one is. I, am, I bought it, too. I have all the new expansions, and I haven't played past yeah. the second one, bro. <laughs> Heaven's Ward or something like that. But. Right. They they care because the story is actually written well. Like the people that write the side stories, they it's written in a way that it's like okay, this is actually interesting. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, man, I never care about stories and MMOs, man. It's like it's such a side thing. I just want to play the game and then maybe I'll meet a friend. Not anymore. I don't have that thought process anymore. More it's more it's more like not, like I just want to play and stuff like that. Right, pretty much. Um, and then the last thing I got on here. As far as like a con or whatever, uh, just the, the lost community sense and the population down the line, you know, in favor of power creep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was really the downfall of the game. And unfortunately, um, I don't know how much longer the game will survive as it's currently is, but I honestly think that clock is probably ticking on MapleStory and it might just be private servers after a while, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so... I think uh, at this point with how modern Maple is, people have been pretty upset that, like I was telling you earlier, there's like these Korean trucks where they're like, they're like putting things like, uh, what was one of the things that they're putting on What was their, the one? On Even casinos trucks. have whatever. What is the, what is Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just got, I clicked out of it. But yeah, they're essentially, they're, there's they're trucks that's going around in Korea. Yeah. And they're protesting the game because of how the cube rates work and mm -hmm. how they're pretty grimy and all this type of stuff and how they essentially like you have to spend so much time and nothing is pretty like upfront about the game in terms of like any type of gambling or because like in the game oh, now yeah. like the higher you progress like to get to the late game it's like people don't get there not because of the amount of time but because like for instance you want to make your weapon stronger and you have to go through this thing where you spend money to get it stronger and stuff like that the star force so it goes one two three four five after a certain point, your your weapon has a chance of being destroyed, and you lose all your progress. Of course. So it's like there's people, yeah. So there's a lot of like now gambling systems in place that actually stops pro people's progression is, and it's really bad. And a lot of people have been pretty upset. Mm. Korean Korean players are protesting it, like physically protesting that, mm. which trips me out more. Like usually it's just like ah, that's stupid. That's us. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. But now they're actually protesting it more. So. They've definitely, yeah, they've definitely hurt themselves. And because of how Reboot functions, they're losing money from Reboot as opposed to gaining money because there's not. That's probably why they're out here selling back pets, back pets for 100 bucks. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, yeah, we need we really need money. Like probably. We don't know how to get money and we got to get it through. The, because if they change anything or they make it so that you can progress through the game by paying money, people are just going to drop it. And that's what was happening. The game was just getting dropped because of the cubes and the the gotcha system and, and, and in that other game i played the trickster game that i played it, that game it was great it was awesome 
in the beginning. And then they added uh, this thing called my shop equipment. And the my shop equipment was so much better than the normal functional equipment to the point where it's like, if you didn't have that, you barely could progress through the game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even, I'm serious to, you could not progress through that game. Normally you needed to spend physical money to actually progress in the game. And that's where the problem lies. They gatekept a lot of what could have made the game good and reasonable and accessible by making it an expense. It's like a, a financial expense with that game. And then the game died. Like Later down the line, it just died because it's like, well, we can't keep this up. It's We're just wasting money. And it's like, dude, like you guys didn't make the game good to begin with, so you're going to just lose money. And so what's happening with Mental Store is that kind of function. It's like, it, you know, from the beginning, throwing dice to get a stat, man. You motherfuckers set it up from the very beginning that you weren't thinking in the long game, man. You was thinking in the short game, dude. Damn. It was right in front of us the whole time. Yeah, it was, man. I had to get that 10, man, but I just couldn't get it. And <laughs> oh, someone had my name? Oh, hell no, man. Right. I am I am glad I played the game during the time I played it, though. I. Oh, yeah. It was I fun, enjoyed. dude. It was fun. I enjoyed it. But, uh, yeah, that's it. I don't. I mean, that's all I got on Maple Store, unless you got anything else to add. But um. nah, I would just say that, like, I play it now, and it's like I find enjoyment in the way I play it because, like, the way you play it is just you just you just kind of kill bosses, really. Right. Like you don't really even kind of grind. You do a couple of these little things that spends like twenty minutes, and then you just kind of keep building your character up so that you can just destroy bosses without like difficulty. You're almost playing it you just, like a mobile game. Yeah, almost. Yeah, kind of in a way. Yeah, it really is like that. But it's like it's fun because like you don't spend money and it's like you progress slowly in the game. But it really is kind of like a moment when you think about yeah. it. Low commitment. I should just right? play my other stuff. Yeah, very, very low commitment. Man, I got to play my other stuff, man. Right. Yeah. It's 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 a bummer how the mighty have fallen. But it was, you know, what did we say? Don't, don't be sad. It's it's over. Just yeah, be happy. It happened. Be happy. It happened, man. You're right. <laughs> I really wish, like, and there's still, like, a part of me, there's always going to be a part of me, I think, that there was, like, an MMO that I can sink in and be like, okay. And there was, like, because, like, Final Fantasy XIV is great, but my problem with that game is that it's not necessarily hard in terms of, like, the physical aspect. Like, it's not really hard, and, like, the harder stuff is, like, knowing how to run the high dungeons with other people. It's not like other games where like you have to like progress your character, your single character further. It's more like knowledge checks and stuff like that. I'm not too interested in that. And the way it's like the way Final Fantasy functions too is that it's kind of even. You don't like get weak. You don't like you know it, it does. I don't get to do the power creep myself. Like that's what I want. I want the I want to <laughs> be the guy that's doing the power creep, not the game. <laughs> Got it. yeah yeah that makes sense. I mean that's how you yeah, used to be man. right so. So I think that's like, and that to me, like, that's one of the few games that's like good, like to play. There's just not any MMOs nowadays where it's like, and there's like, and the social aspect kind of throws me off. I don't like talking to people through discords that much. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. I don't think I'll probably play another MMO like moving forward. I haven't. Yeah, man. I'll probably mess around with Royals whenever I get the itch. But Mm -hmm. outside of that, you know, I've tried. I've tried some of them. I know I'm not a tab target guy. I've I've played a little bit of Black Desert, but you know Black, Black Desert also suffers from the Korean MMO curse of just yeah. You get to a certain point. Focused. Yeah, yeah, you get to a certain point. Gate keeps your progress. So 
I'll, uh, you know, I've kind of retired from the MMO game, but uh, man, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like 2005 to 2000. That was some time, oh, bro. Dude. Everything was popping up. It was a great time to be an MMO player that time, dude. It was great, dude. I loved it. Man, so I was you, playing everything, man. Anything I could have played that was free, I was on it, man. <laughs> right. I mean, me too. I mean, all of my friends too. I mean, we we tried everything, and it was a good time. But we always came back to Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that old the old girl right there, yeah. like old faith. You know, it was so funny, and we can end on this. But I remember me and my friends would be like, "Man, fuck this game. This game's bullshit." <laughs> and then we'd leave for like three weeks, and we play whatever Ghost Online. It would be like, "Yeah, this is sick. I'm leveling. I'm doing all this stuff." And then what happened, you know, on the fourth <laughs> week, we're like, you're trying to get on me. <laughs> and we just be, kept playing that shit. And just... Dude, I don't know what it is, man. It's the progression in that game, too, I think, because there was like there was some at the time, too, that were like similar to Maple, but they just did not stick, man. No, they didn't stick. No. And it's interesting. And it, it throws me off every time I think about it, like the MMO genre in general doesn't have very many different styles play. MapleStory being a big one that's different. And then even like top top down games are barely even a thing. Like mm-hmm. it all is just 3D perspective, third person point of view, like open world. And it's like I don't I even wish I could play like MMOs that are like top down. That would be a little bit more fun for me. Like even yeah. like kind of like a Diablo type of game, but barely anything like that. Yeah. And if there is, it's you know, it's gonna be offline and it's gonna be like, I don't know, what yeah i guess the only one that's kind of similar would be path of exile right but yeah i don't i've not been that interested in it say so that's it that's all we got everybody so if you're a boomer like us hopefully you enjoyed this trip down nostalgia lane this was really fun (laughs) to talk about and if you have never played maple star in your life maybe vicariously you 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 can appreciate some of the uh experience that pringle and i had um but yeah that's all i got so ride to orbis Episode 21 in the books. My name is Max Blaster. That was Pringle the One. We'll see y'all later. Peace. Take care, y'all. Peace.